you have created another day of blessings upon blessings upon blessings upon blessings upon blessings we're still dealing with somewhat uh, the body the soul and the spirit of a man for the Lord is uh, threefold you have the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit. And so man is threefold. He has a body, he has a soul, and he has a spirit. It is the body cannot access the spirit. Neither can the soul access the spirit. But the spirit can access the soul and the body. If you think about scriptures, when Jesus made the statement, um, the words that I speak, they are spirit. And they have the ability to produce life. Their spirit and their life. They have the ability to produce life. So if the words that God spoke is spirit, then he really wasn't talking about your flesh. He was really talking to your spirit. But being that man, the fall of man, or when Adam fell, all of us fell as a result of Adam. So everybody suffered as a result of one man. And so everybody was spiritually cut off. But it did not change God's word. He was still speaking spirit because he's a spirit. Now there are things that he can answer or he can say that will... Um, that will uh, kind of deal with the carnal, you know, you need to do this, you need to, but he's still spirit. And so anytime God makes a statement or anytime God says something, it is a spiritual word. If God has given you a word, it is spiritual. I don't care how the cut go. Now, how you receive it, and, and a lot of times we receive what God says in a carnal state because we think that God is really talking carnally to us or he's talking more to your body or your flesh but he's talking to your spirit if you think about the word of God um, and this was something that came to me yesterday kind of meditating a little bit um, if you think about something um, that God speaks to you and a lot of time we relay it here or here body or the soul because we actually think that is who he's referring to our body or our soul but he's speaking a spiritual word if if you really stop and think about it let's let's just uh, think about this just think about this for a moment um, God speaks a word and you can pick out whatever scripture you want to pick out scripture that we use um, that's that's very popular scriptures that that we uses a lot that is in our spirit that we just you know we, it just comes out blurt just blurt right out just easily these scriptures are in us they just come right out um by his stripes we are healed all right if he was talking to your physical body the moment he made the statement the physical body would transform so we knew he was a spirit he's a spirit and he's talking to your spirit and not your physical body because I have stated it in here and your physical body is still going through. 
So he's talking to your spirit. So the words that I preach to you are spirit. The word that God give to you are spirit. And you have to receive it. It has to go through. It has to, it has to battle here between the, the body and the soul. This is where the battle is between the body and the soul. Not with the spirit. The battle is between the body and the soul. You believing. That's where the, body, the battle is. You accepting what was just said. God said you were healed. By his stripes or by Christ's, the whipping that he took, you were healed. From whatever disease, you were healed. But he's speaking spiritual. That word must get in your spirit. Your spirit is perfect. This is imperfect. This is imperfect. Most people, you look, well, at one point in time, I'm not going to point thing at nobody. At one point in time, when we were younger, or some people still do it today, you look in the mirror and you say, boy, I'm a good looking person. You hear me? I got it going on. That's body. That's body. That has nothing to do with this. But you are convinced in here that you are that. And you try to base your life on what you see. What you see is temporary. You don't believe it? I can give you some good examples. What you see is temporary. I promise you, your baby, that little boy right there, he's the youngest in here right now that I've seen. He's the youngest in here. This is what we see. This is what we know. Because we base everything on what we see. But we can't see the grown man that's in him. Because he's not going to be a little boy forever. He's going to be a grown man one day. But we base everything on what we see. Everything is based on your five senses. Anybody know what their five senses are? In the physical world, your five senses. David said he got that. He know what his five senses are. You know what your five senses are? Tell me. Smell, see, touch, smell, see, hear. What's the other one? Taste. All right. Those are your five senses. Okay. You touch something. You see something. You smell something. You taste something. You hear. And this is where this world is built on. Your five senses. If you search scriptures in the book of Genesis, Satan tempt Eve with her senses. She saw that it was something. She tasted. She heard. See the five senses in play? Because he got her based on the five senses. Men you pick a wife off of your five senses. Now you ain't gonna go there and uh, I hope not. I hope not. I hope you ain't gonna go and see how she tastes. <laughs> I hope not. 
Women, same thing. But you pick off of your five senses. You go by what you see. Man, that girl look good. Man, I got to have that. But you don't know what is going on in her soul, in her mind. You don't know what is hidden deep in her heart. You don't know what trauma she went through as a baby or a child growing up. And now what happened, because I chose you off of my five senses, or one of my senses, or two of my senses, I chose you, but I was not prepared to deal with what happened to you in your soul, in your conscious, in your subconscious. You ever you talk with people and they say, man, listen, man, boy, you don't know what I went through, man. My mom, man, my dad, man, whatever. And I went through a lot. And, and you see the result of it. But you're in it now. Because you base everything off of these five senses. You're in it now. The word of God is totally different. You can't base it off your five senses. The only, listen, to be saved is not a feeling. It's a knowing. To be saved, you don't have to feel it. Man, I'm trying to feel God, man. You want, I got a cousin right now who backslid because he was trying to feel him. You can't feel God. You have to know he's there. You have to know you're saved. You have to know you're healed. Because healing, listen, listen, the symptom deals with your feelings. I feel a pain in my body. I feel that in my body. I, I feel that the doctor just gave me all these things. Senses deal with your feel. Listen, all of it deal with your feelings. The pain deals with your feelings. You look at your children. Man, this child is not going to become whatever based on what you see and what you hear. That child is not living according. That child is not doing based on what you see and what you hear. Now you throw the child out based on, now I'm not talking about, you know, I'm talking about a little child. You cast the child to the side. You damage the child's soul. You damn, listen, and it went deep within the child's subconscious. The words that you stated concerning the child. Now it takes deliverance to get that out of the child. This is what happened with us. But we love the Lord, you know. Now, if God did not love us, why would he chose people who he knew were messed up like us? Some of us, if you think about us as believers, some of us, uh, if if we were in a battle, you know, in a war, you know right now some people you wouldn't choose to go to war with you. But God chose you. That's how much he loves you. That's how, that's how he sees you. Because he says, I can fix all of this. I can fix the problem that you have. Because I know what I placed in here. I know what I put inside this body. The Bible states that Jesus came and he dwelled in a temple, in a body. God reduced himself to a body. But he didn't become less God. He was still God. 
but he was in a body, a human body. Now you and I say God is in a human body still. And he's trying to tell you that the words that I speak, they're spirit, but you trying to grab it in the carnal. The carnal is here. You're trying to grab it here. You're trying to perceive it here. Well, how you going to do this, God? What you going to do? Well, how you going how you going to make this thing happen? How, you're trying to receive it in the carnal. This is our biggest problem. Now, the world teaches us that everything is about what you see. Now, I'm not telling you to do this because it's, it's satanic. But you go to a magician show, everything is not about what you see. Because a man can pull a stunt on you right quick and you didn't, right there in front of you, you're looking at him and he got you. So everything is not about what you see. The next thing is, you can't see the hurt, you can't see the greatness in me. But you are quick to judge me. You can't see the greatness in me. If you can see the greatness in the person, please show me. You can't see the greatness. I don't see the greatness in that boy. But I believe God sent him into this world with greatness in him. But I can't see it. You can't see the husband in a person. You can't see the wife in a person. You can't see the mother in a child, in a woman. Notice I said a woman. Not a man, a woman. You can't see the mother in a woman. You can't see the husband in a man, nor the wife in a woman. When they're young. You can't see it. The natural eyes just can't see it. So there are limitations to the five senses. I can't see God. I struggle with hearing God because I'm trying to hear him with these ears. I haven't developed my spiritual ear yet, but I'm trying to hear him with these ears. Anybody God talked to lately? Yeah, Pastor, he talked to me all the time. He told me last week, go drink, go get a drink of water. That's common sense. Go get a drink of water. But I'm not saying he can't tell you. Because he can tell you, go get a drink of water. One young lady told me God told her to come off of a fast. Why? Because you destroyed the temple. The fast is meaningless at that point. It's affecting your body. God knows all this now. Listen, though God created you, breathed into you, man became a living soul. God knows about the body. God knows about the soul. God knows. The only person that knows everything about you is God. I'll never know everything about you except God reveals it. And I'll still be limited to know everything. I don't know the dirt that you hide within your soul. Or they just don't know. I'm waiting on an opportunity. When the opportunity come, I'm out of here. I ain't never coming back. But you ain't going to tell nobody. Anybody ever, when you was growing up, you ain't never tell your dad that or your parents. You just said, boy, when I get a little bit older, man, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I, you ain't telling nobody. But that's what you're saying. 
then you realize later on in life the very thing that I was running from was me. Why were you running from you? Because if you were created in the image and the likeness of God, your dad is created in the image and the likeness of God. She or he is created in the image and the likeness of God. Why are you running from you? You ever met people who somebody said, boy, let me tell you something. You're just like your daddy. Because you are running from you. You're running from you. The bad habits that your parents have, you somehow develop them. God still love you. He still love you. He has not rejected you. He has not thrown you to the side. He has not cast you out. He has not kicked you out. He's not said, I can't use you. He's still saying, I know what I placed in the inside of you. The Bible made a statement, and it's part of the next part of everything. But the Bible made a statement concerning the life of, of the prophet Samuel. He made this statement. He said, God does not judge according to the outward appearance. But God looks at the heart. He looks at what he placed in the inside of him. Not just the blood. He looks at what he placed in the hidden, deep within that individual. There's some good in there. Though you're evil now, though you're doing some things because sin. But I know what I place in you. I remember God told me this some time ago. He told me, he said, he said, I didn't create you that way. And I'm saying to myself, you ain't create me a sinner either, but I'm, boy, I sure been doing a good job at it. And then now you done, you know, you saved me and I'm in the process of being clean. Now you telling me I didn't create, create you that way. He didn't create me a sinner. I became a sinner as a result of the fall. He didn't create me for hell. He did not create. The Bible said there are vessels that are created for honor and there are vessels that are created for dishonor. Which are you? Judas prime. Judas was created for dishonor. I don't care how the cut go. Judas was created for dishonor. He listen. All it is is a body. It's a body. He said vessel, body. That body was created to go against Jesus. God chooses that. You have no choice in the matter. But think about this. God didn't create you to be like Judas. He created you to be like his son, Jesus Christ. Both again with a J. Judas, Jesus. He created you to be like his son, Jesus Christ. But Judas, what vessel are you? Honor, dishonor. A lot of stuff is compounding here. A lot of hidden stuff. It's like the veil, the curtain. 
there are certain things that I don't talk about. But the only way God can get you delivered, the process of deliverance, is to cause whatever that that is in you to manifest. And sometimes that thing tells about you. That spirit tells the hidden things that you don't want to talk about. We've, we've all heard it in here. The enemy speaks or spoke and said, I caused this child, this person to go through whatever as a child. This person was molested. This person was touched in a way. This person was whatever as a child. And the devil said, that was my door. That gave me access to the child. Sin, yes, he had access as a result of sin. But that gave me access. Then us as parents, not knowing, gives access to children. You ever known people who physically beat their children? Physically, physically, not a spanking, physically abuse. That gave the devil access to that child. No, the Bible said the rod of correction, not the rod of, of abuse. There's a difference. Didn't say to abuse the child. I would never know what is in you until God allowed pressure to come upon you. People talk a good game. I'm, I'm this I'm that I can do this I can do that and God said wait and watch when pressure when the pressure of life seems to close in on a person you'll find out what's in here person tell you man the Lord delivered me from cursing I, I say to do till the pressure came and that thing right out Oh God, Jesus, help me. See? God has a way of getting out of this what you pretend in church to be. God said, hmm, I see. You're not telling anybody what's going on in here. But I'm going to allow things to happen. And when those things happen, it produces things. Things come out of you. Now you ask yourself or you find yourself repenting or you find yourself stating what David stated created me. A clean heart and renewing a right spirit because I can't serve you like this. I can't live for you like this. This is for people who love the Lord. I can't live for you like this. I can't love you like I should. Anybody. Listen. I know it's, it's true. It's a fact. Because I know there are people who want to love God with their whole heart. With their whole heart. With their whole mind, body, and soul, and spirit. You want to love him with your whole. But you can't get into it like you should. Because there's something going on. There's something missing. I've said that. God, what is what is going on? I'm trying to get to where I need to be in you. I'm trying to get. What is going on? There's something in that soul that is not discussed. Whether it be racism, whether it be prejudice, 
whatever. There's something going on in that soul that you're not telling people. You ever talk with somebody and you, it, I, well, I told you last uh, Wednesday, a man asked me, he said, if Lazarus showed up at your church, the beggar, would you let him in? Because the Bible says that when he shows up now, the Bible said, and I'm just paraphrasing this part, but the Bible said even the dogs licked the sores that were on him. So when he shows up, dogs are going to show up. Would you let him in your church? That's what he asked me. I told him, listen, I ain't perfect. I'm not perfect. Now, it's a possibility that was the way God saw me. That was the way God looked at me. It was, it's a possibility. That was the way God saw me. I let you in and you wasn't looking too good either. Because God sees beyond what we see. God see what's in here. What's in that, that soul, man. God see, he looks at that thing and he said, that there will cause you to turn against me one day. And I got to get it out of you. Who likes that? Who likes to be? Who likes to be purged? Who likes to be cleansed? I feel like I'm fine in church. I'm good. I come to church. I pay um, my little bit of money, not the tithe. I pay my little bit of money. And I sit in service and I do my part. And then I go home. I feel like I'm good. God said, mm -mm. you're not as close as you think you are to me. Then there are those, Sister Deborah, that we don't know anything about who is just prejudiced. Well, I know what I like. What do you like? What do you like? Most of your conversation today is about physical, the five senses, the earth. Our culture today has us form like that. Because the culture is built that way on your five senses. It is built against the word of God, our culture. I'm being honest and just tell you the truth. It is built against the word of God, our culture. I'm sorry to say it, but it is true. It is built against the word of God. If you know how many things that you take in during the day that you eat, and the chemicals that is in that stuff that you eat that affects this and this, you'll be shocked. It is hard today to find pure food that is not chemical down. Now, in other countries, you may be able to find it. But in the United States, it is hard to find pure food, even the stuff they call organic. It is hard to find it. It is chemical based. Why are you? And so it affects this. The chemical affects this. You ever heard people talk about a chemical imbalance? Boy, that boy is gaining weight. Chemicals. 
Boy, that boy got diabetes. Chemicals. Boy, that boy got high blood pressure. Chemicals. That child is dealing with chemicals. See, everything is based on, in this country, there's a shortage of everything. That's what the enemy says. There's a shortage of everything. Let's just talk about that for a while. There's a shortage of everything. That's what they say. There's not a shortage of people. Well, what happened is we got to plan for the future. And so to plan for the future, we need to get ahead of things. Well, then you are the one that take that took away the ability for farmers to make money. Now, I want you to understand this. God gave some the ability to do certain things. Now, listen, if you go to the Adam and Eve, the sons that they had, one was a computer expert. Did he say that? No. One was a tiller of the ground. One grew things. One raised animals. You see? And so now, you who says you own it all took away the ability that man had to do this in the U.S. now. So that you could depend or we could depend on you as our source. And that's what happened to us. That's why you have children that are so chemically messed up. Whatever goes into the mother goes into the baby. But we don't see the effect of what's going to happen to the baby until the baby grows up. Now the baby grows up with all kind of conditions. How could a child, how could a baby just born, born diabetic? The devil is a liar. There's no way. Years ago, people would eat certain things on a pig. And they would eat the whole thing, basically. You better not do it today. You better not do it today. And it's affecting both of these. Don't do it today. Then when you go into what we call our uh, system that protects us, our military, they brainwash you. It affects that. And so when the child comes out of the military, he's somewhat warped, twisted. Because you use witchcraft. That's what, listen, pray for your child. You use witchcraft to control his or her mind. So that he or she could fight your battle. Thinking in his mind that you other countries are out to get this country. Then you turn around and sells the product that you make to other countries so that the other country could be equal with this country to compete. Then that means if, if I'm to fight your war, then it should be to the place to where you should care more about my life than you care about whatever in another country. But why are you selling the weapons of this country to other countries so that the other country could kill me?
with the very same weapon that I have. It seems crazy to me. So in other words, you go out and pull out something and say, we're going to use this right here. And the country said, we got that too. Well, where did you get that from? I got this from your country. Well, they tell me that this was hidden. This was secret, top secret. To you, they told you it was top secret. The only place you can almost go in this country now and get something that is pure is Amish. Now you've turned around and you've taken all the land that was designed for agriculture, you've turned it into subdivision. So now there definitely is a shortage of food. So now you've got to depend on other countries to feed you. Now if I am, if I am your enemy in the physical, if I am your enemy in the physical, or if I am the devil who is a spirit, I'm going to feed you stuff that's going to cause your children to suffer. So that way, I know you too old to fight. So I ain't got to worry about you. I have to know how to control the mind of your children. Now I turn around and I put things in video game that turn around and control the minds of your children. I put things on the internet, TikTok, to find out what your teenagers are doing. Because you know, at that state, they think they know everything. But they don't know nothing concerning how I'm, I got things planned. Because all I want to know is your whereabout. Now, your smartphone, which we call them, are not made in the U.S. They're made in other countries. So who's to say other countries isn't tracking you? Because I made the product. I got rich off of you. And I'm controlling you. Where the God at in that? Where the God at? Man is so smart, yet so dumb. And he says he don't need God. God said, you need me. You need me. He don't need God. I was listening. Last week, and I know I'm, I'm changed, but still dealing with the soul. Because let me share something with you. You can sell this. You can sell it for money. You can sell your soul for money. Ignorantly. Young man said, listen to a thing. It's on, it's on the internet. Listen to it. He said, he's at a party. And it was college. And you know, in college, man, you know how it is in college. We don't learn everything the professors teaches us. They bring in, the committee brings in people to entertain us. And some of the people that they bring in to entertain us are big names. And I don't want to call the names. And so he said, here he is this time, young man. And he's smoking the, the, um, the you know, the herbs of the field. He's smoking. He's smoking the herbs of the field that has the ability to affect this and this. Cannot affect the spirit, but it has the ability to affect this and the body. So he's smoking the herbs of the field. 
It has the ability to affect your mental condition. It has the ability to affect your vision. You know, it has the ability to affect all five of your senses. It has the ability to cause you to tap into your conscious, your subconscious. It has the ability to just to mellow you out. That's what they call it. Some people don't mellow out. All right. So here he is. Say they're doing this. But he said for a moment. He started seeing. In the spirit. And it weren't supposed to be like that. My first time trying the herbs of the field. I started seeing things of the spirit. And that told me right then. This ain't me. You don't need to see that boy. Listen. I don't need to see no man that looks like whatever this thing is not a human. And that was it for me. I knew right then, listen. (laughs) Smoking wasn't for me. But here he is there. And he said they are having whatever going on. He's seeing things that he's not supposed to be seeing. And he's wondering what is going on. Then here the the, the concert is going on. And he sees this man inside the man that was on the stage doing the concert. A serpent was in the man. And the serpent was dancing. And he said all of a sudden all the people now was in a trance. Dancing uncontrollably. Couldn't stop. He's looking at this. And he said, oh, what's going on? The people were in a trance, like zone out in a trance. And he's looking at this. And he's seen the serpent on the stage in the man dancing. You know, like a, it wasn't dancing, but the serpent doing what the moving like the serpent do. But it's standing up like on his tail like and it's doing this. And the people dancing and cheering and everything. Then another artist comes out. All the stuff playing with your soul. Another artist comes out. And he starts singing hail to Lucifer. You remember the song son of the morning? Whoo Jesus. He starts worshiping what was in that artist and causing the people to worship what was in that artist. The man said, he's saying to himself, I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here, man. He says, the guys that he came with, they all are in this thing. Zone out, man. Just in a trance. He's the only one that's not in a trance. But he's seeing what they are not seeing. So he said, we got to get, I got to get out of here. So when everything was kind of calming down, they said, well, we're getting ready to leave. So now he's getting ready to walk. They're getting ready to walk out of the place that they had to, and you got to go down some steps. And he said, the further they went down the steps, they got darker. He said, one of his buddies said to him, you know, just out of the blue, we on our way to hell. Now, but the time you want to stop, like, we what? Because he says, the further they went down the stairs, it got darker. And the butter, he says, butter just blur. We're on our way to hell. 
And he said, oh, no, I'm, I can't go there. Oh, no, I can't go there. And then he said it just came back to reality again. But he said he gets in the car, they get to where they're going, and music is playing wherever they are, and they play. He said, because there's certain artists, that that's all they listen to. They, and the people started dancing uncontrollably. He said he knew if he'd got up and started dancing, he could not control himself. The spirit took over. All this stuff is affecting your soul. I pray everybody that smoke it, you experience it. Then God will. Now you got countries that saying, listen, we need to bring this thing in the legal way so that we can get it into the system and it, it'll help people with whatever they got, Tourette's, all these stuff. It help people with Down syndrome, whatever, all these things. You know, they get a pull of this stuff. It calms them down. It'll, it'll, it'll help those children who are dealing with, what is the thing they deal with in school? ADHD. It'll help calm them down. No, you're transferring spirits into these children. Because the enemy knows I got to fill my kingdom. I got to get to the place to where I control the world. And the spirits that are in these children are the thing that's going to manifest. So he said when he was able to get out of the place and leave, he said all he could do was cry. Because in him, the word that was said some years ago was crying out, you need Jesus. The only way out is him. He said when he was able to call his mother by phone and told his mother, he didn't say anything. Well, he said he didn't say anything at, at the time. He just dialed a number. Two o'clock in the morning, his mom answers the phone. Calls his name and said, this you? He didn't say, he said he couldn't say nothing. And he said, his mom said, don't worry, I'll be there in a little bit to get you. Because you coming home. And he was able then to say something like, thank you, please come get me. I'm through with this. And he said he gave his life to the Lord when his mom came got him. He gave his life to the Lord. He got saved, but he said the thing that he saw, the image, what he saw, never left him. Never left him. He said, I got in the church, started learning scriptures. He said, scriptures just started coming to him. He started learning scriptures. He started learning the things. And he said to himself, he started telling himself, is this what God really said? Did God really say this? How did not know this? And he said like the Bible just took on a whole new meaning. But he's still his friends. They're on their way to hell. And don't even know it. Because the enemy said, I can't get him. But I can get this one. And that body is going back to the dirt. To the dust, I got him. The Bible said God breathed in man, man became a living soul. Everything in here, these two, caused this one to come alive. 
cause this individual to live. These two dies, this dies. These two leaves, this goes. Whatever sickness causes you to whatever, these two cannot exist without this. In this physical world. Now these two will live forever. The only one that can, can destroy this is God. It's the only one that can destroy this. He can destroy it, but he can destroy all. Man can only destroy this. He cannot destroy this, nor this. I met a young man yesterday. I ain't met him. I know him. And I'm saying to myself, what crazy give you a gun? They're crazier than you. And I know you dealing with issues. What are you doing with a gun? Oh, ain't no bullet in the gun. Wait a minute. Maybe, maybe I missed a class. Maybe I didn't go to school. Maybe I didn't see the news. Maybe I don't know. But you mean to tell me you got a gun and nobody know you got no bullets in the gun, but you got a gun for what? Because if I know you got a gun and you're going to threaten me, I'm listening. So he, he tells me, he, I said, man, what are you doing with that on? He got a vest on, bulletproof vest. What are you doing with that on? Well, it started out as protection, but now, you know, it's a fashion. I said, well, let me ask you this something. Let me ask you this question. I just want to ask you this, since you're smart and very intelligent. Um, what's going to protect your head? I ain't thought about that. <laughs> I said, listen, let me share something with you. Even the police officers didn't thought about that. But they do put a little something on. I had a cousin. He's dead now. But his mind was set like this. They can come. I know they got vests on. But they ain't got nothing over the head. I'm shooting for the head if they come to me. Now this is what your teenage children are going to be thinking about. When they start with this stuff. Not all of them. But most of them today. Will kill you in the drop. Whatever. Something. Listen. They'll kill you that quick. Because of the video games. That the enemy is in. Because of what they are. Under the influence of. And the anger that's in them, they'll kill you and don't think twice about it. That's how much your spirit hates you. you listen, you'll be surprised of what your child have in the house that you know nothing of. And the older they get, the more whatever they become. See, when I grew up, gun wasn't plentiful. Now, it's plentiful. 
I asked the young man, I said, well, let me ask you this question. You didn't buy that from a pawn shop. You didn't buy that from no other place that sells. Where you get the gun from? Somebody sold it to me. Son, let me share something with you. That gun that you have could have been the weapon that murdered somebody else. That's why they sold it to you. So now when you get caught and they run a serial number, you going to prison for the murder of somebody you knew nothing about. They can do that? I said, yeah, they can do that. What's your alibi? What's going to be your alibi when you, well, I come up with something. You better come up with something good. You better come up with something good. But I didn't want to push him too much because he had the gun. He told me it wasn't loaded. I don't know. Because you have to be real careful. And the thing and the reason why I'm saying be real careful, because I don't know what the enemy is telling you. Because I know there's spirits in you. And the spirits in you don't like me. So they're gonna cause you to look at me as the enemy. So I had to be real careful as to how I talk to you. Why do you think every video game now has some type of stupid music playing in it? And most of the time, it is, uh, what that thing called? Uh, hard rock. That pill satanic. How did you get on this video? Why, why do I need the music for? I don't need the music to play this game. But you got to have music, you know. Because you got to get zoned in. You got a young guy that worked with us, 24 years old. He comes to work Monday morning. He says, I don't feel like this this morning. I said, well, why you came? You came, listen, you came here to work. Why you came? Well, I don't feel like it, man. I'm tired. From what? I've been up to like 1, one o'clock this morning playing video games. That's your personal problem. That's your personal problem. But I'm telling you straight up right now, I'm not doing your job for you to get paid. That's your personal problem. When I was your age, I did the same dumb thing. And I realize now I have a responsibility or many responsibilities. So that's your dumb problem. You're going to produce. If you don't produce, go home and deal with the consequence as to why you went home. But don't come in and tell me what you're not going to do. Then he said, but 20 minutes later, I knew they were going to do that to me. I knew they were going to do that. No way to teach you. See, God will use this to break old habits. See, when you ain't got nothing to do, <laughs> you see, you think you're still in school. No, you ain't in school. See, you want a paycheck for nothing. Well, Pastor, I was, I was, um, man, I was up all night, man. You just don't know, man. I'm not in the right mood, man. I'm, I'm just, I ain't got nothing to do with that. I don't have nothing to do with you been up all night. I don't have nothing to do with that. If I come in here and I was up all night, I'm not going to push my anger or attitude off on you. 
going to just tough my way through it so I can go get some rest. I found that most people's attitude is the result of something they have done or something that has happened. There's something that's uncontrollable. So if it's something that happened that you can't control, don't come in with an attitude and take it out on everybody else. That's what the enemy wants you to do. Don't bother me today. I've been there. I've done that. Don't bother me today. What do you mean don't bother you today? This is my job. How do you mean don't bother me? This is my house. How do you mean don't bother you? I don't feel like it today. Well, why did you get in this marriage? How do you mean? Which side of the bed did you woke up on this morning? Well, I woke up on the same side. Well, go back and get in and get on the other side. Wake up on that side. <laughs> That's what I should have told myself. I, I go to bed fine. I wake up in the morning. I don't know what kind of dream I had at night. I wake up in the morning. I'm angry. The spirits. The person you seeing now, if you had seen me back then, you wouldn't want to deal with me. You would say, ain't no way I'm married. I bought it. Ain't no way. I don't care what y'all say. You can pay me, Miss King. I'll take the money and I'm going to give you back your son. Because I'm not marrying him. His attitude is terrible. I used to be like that. Until something happened that made me realize I needed God. And I needed him in a serious way. Because all type of thoughts were coming to my mind. All type of thoughts were coming here. And I don't want to mention the thought, but you know. Wake up in the morning. Children, wake up in the morning. Don't bother me. What you mean don't bother you? I don't feel like it today. What do you mean you don't feel like it today? What kind of spirit are you in? You a child. How you waking up angry? Because the child is exhausted. Already at an early age, the child is tired of life. How? How could you be that age and you're tired of life already? You ain't 12, man. You're tired of life. You ain't 8, man. You're tired of life. How you mean you're tired of life, man? I don't understand this. I, I mean, help me to understand it. I, I, I do not understand it. Help me to understand it. How could you be that age and you're already tired of life? 20-something years old and I'm tired of life. How? Life, I had a rough life, man. You just don't understand. You ain't live yet. You're still trying to figure out things. How you mean that? It's spirits. And the enemy will put you around people who will affect this because they are strong-willed and they know how to lure you. They know how to, um, what's, the, what's the word? Seduce you. They know how to get you to do things. I'm a man, I'm a woman, I'm trying to keep myself. The enemy sends him. Him comes and convince you. He loves you. Him gonna only wait but for so long. 
him going to say, I don't, I, I don't understand it yet. Please help me. You start, you, you, you let your, your teenager date. And it's simply they're dating, they're talking. Why does everything lead to sex? It's like we run out of things to talk about. Now we got the sex got to be involved. It's the enemy. It's the enemy. This is how they work. Well, you don't love me. Yes, I do. You don't love me. How you mean I don't love you? Because you won't. Now it becomes a soul tie. Now it becomes a soul tie. It affects you here. She's young. She's innocent. She's whatever. Now her life is even more twisted. And all he wanted was what he could get. Because he was basing everything on your body. He didn't care what you, how intelligent you were. He didn't care how smart, whatever. He didn't care about none of those things. He was concerned about your body. And look at you now. Certain guys I've talked with, if the body don't stay the same, they leave you. The body has to stay the same now. 15, 20 years later, your body got to still be the same. But his body is changing. They leave you. The body has already produced or, you know, three, two, two kids. And you still want my body to be the same. And if my body is still not the same, I'm telling you, I know a young lady, she work out, work hard trying to get her body to stay so that this young man could like her. Baby, Jesus loved me just the way I am. Now he will tell me, he'll teach me, he'll show me. Make sure that you're in love with him first. And him will steer you away from all those one that the enemy sends. Because he will give you somebody who will love you unconditionally. Unconditionally. Most men that comes along talking nice to a woman, he's talking nice to her based on five senses. He ain't even tapped into here yet. Because he ain't saying nothing to feed this. To inspire you. Nothing. He's telling you about how you look. How good you smell. Whatever. All these stuff. Five senses. What he can do for you. What, what kind of job I got. What, what I can do. All these stuff like that. All these things. And you have some now today who feel like they own you. They control freaks and a woman of God she ain't on nothing when she was young so now she's trying to control everybody 
You ain't want nothing when you was young. Now you trying to control everybody now. Today, the devil is a liar. Trying to control everything. How you gonna control people? You know, people rebel when you control. When you try to control. See, God don't try to control you. And we still rebel. Because we think he's trying to control us. See, I get mad when you won't do what I want you to do. Father, we thank you. That you are not like man. That you are totally different. You see us in a way that others would never see us. You see us perfect. See this right here? He's perfect. The spirit is perfect. The right size, the right whatever. You've never seen the real you. Father, we thank you that you place within us the real. If you would see yourself the way God see you, you would see somebody that the world would say, this is a supermodel. You have never seen a perfect body until you see yourself in the spirit. You are created by God. You are wonderfully made. There is no flaws in this body. None. The only thing that you will see in heaven that went through something is Jesus for what he went through for us. Everybody else as a result is perfect. Body is perfect. But you don't see a physical body. You see a spiritual body. Perfect. One man of God said he saw his brother. God took him to heaven. He saw his brother. He said, man, when his brother walked out, his brother, when he died, he had one leg amputated. When he saw his brother, his brother pull up and showed him that he had a new leg. And he said, man, it was a body he'd never seen before. He said, boy, if I can get you back to earth, do you know how many modeling agencies would want you? He said, I've never seen a body like that in my life. Perfect. Cut. Muscles. What? Perfect. That's you. So you can look at yourself and you might see, hey man, he gaining weight, man. That's temporary. Because Paul said, I have a body that's not made by the hands of a human, but it listen. It was not. It it would listen. It don't have COVID weight in it. I own it. Not this body. It don't have that. It's perfect, man. In heaven, I got hair that blows. Woo, Lord, have mercy, boy. What? Listen, I'm telling you, in heaven, I'm six feet something. You look at me and say, man, six feet, man, please. Boy, you must be out of your mind. Listen, when I step out of this temple into my heavenly temple, I will step into a body that is at least this tall. Perfect. Perfect. Now, he, if, if he step out of this body, he will step into a child's body. But he will grow. 
into the body that he that he's supposed to have in heaven. Same thing with babies. All right. So you look at yourself, man. Listen, the state that I'm in is temporary. What I'm going through is temporary. The shortage, the lack, whatever, is temporary. What I'm going through, listen, the sickness is temporary. I won't die with this because I'm already healed. But that's in my spirit. I just got to convince him in this, I'm healed. I can't lose weight. Oh, yes, you can. The devil is a liar. The battle is here. You can. Well, I can't just, I can't discipline myself. The devil is a liar. You can. If I can state no weapon formed against me shall prosper. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. If I can say I'm the head, not the tail. If I can say I'm the lender. If I can say I'm above and not beneath. Listen, I am that here. All right, let me ask you this number in with this. How much money does Jesus owe anybody in the earth? All of it was paid. All of it is finished. He owed nobody nothing. Do you know years ago, now it's, it's changed a little bit now, but do you know years ago when you died, your debt was canceled? When you died, your debt was canceled. Y'all are getting a little bit. When you died, your debt was canceled. 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 You'll get it a little bit. When you died, your debt was canceled. When you became a new creation in Christ Jesus, though I have physical debt, but the more I die physically, the more he began to speak out, my debt is canceled what are you talking about your debt is canceled Jesus paid it all the more you give this the more you let him control these the more you realize you know listen God will take care of all my needs God will supply all my needs the same way David made the statement and said listen I am the righteousness of God and I will never beg bread he said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken. No, it's seed begging bread. That's what David stated. That's what he stated. Because it wasn't so much about the, listen, the prodigal son. He had problems here. Not here, but when he came back, here received him in the condition he was in. Because the spirit could change him. Listen, he left prodigal became whatever but when he came back the father said I'm not going to clean you up right now I'm going to robe you just the way you are because I have the ability to clean you up so I'm going to robe you just the way you are father we thank you we give honor we give glory unto you for your name you always worthy and you're always robing us in righteousness. You've made us to become the head, not the tail, the lender, not the bar, above, not beneath, healed. You've broken every generation of curse. Every soul ties are broken. 
I don't care what it is. If you understood what I said today, you heal. And God is doing something through the very people that is so smart. Because there are lawyers that run in the country. Okay? All those people that we voted for, they're lawyers. They were if, if the majority of my lawyers. They knew something or know something about the law. And they know how to work the law on their behalf. And they know how to work it for those who pay big money. So we, you and I don't have the big money to pay. So we can't get them to change the law in our favor. But it's designed to work against us. But God has a way to cause the wise. So he think he's wise. God allows something that is called a coronavirus to enter the earth to shut down the systems. Now the economy is not the way it should be so we got to pump money into the economy to build the economy back up. So in other words what we're going to do this time is we're going to give the money to the people hoping the people would go spend the money. This is how it works. This is God all day. We're going to give the money to the people hoping that the people would do the right thing with the money and go spend the money. This, listen, don't be a fool with what God has given you. You use what God has given you with wisdom. One young lady said, listen, all the money that I got, I'm getting ready to buy me a house. I don't care what the devil say. I'm getting ready to buy me a house because otherwise I wouldn't be able to afford a house on my salary. That's wisdom. How many outfit do you need? How many do you need? Listen, before you had the money you was eating. Listen, I, we just been to one yesterday. They going up on the, on the, on the food, <laughs> on the buffets. Listen, when it was $32, it's 44 We got the money. Let's go. Let's go. We got the money, man. Let's go. Let's go get the food. We got the money. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. I'm going to spend $44 for a couple of crab legs. I can't eat but so much of them. I'm going to get filled. And you already add some chemical to it anyway to fool me. The devil is a liar. One young man told me some time ago, he said, listen, a stomach full is a stomach full. It's up to you what you put in it. God ain't really telling a lot of us what to eat. Come on, um, boo. He ain't really telling all of us what to eat. I, I didn't see it now. I mean, maybe he did, but I didn't see it. Think about it now. Think about it. How much do your closet hold? And when you weren't in church, we weren't going many places. Now things are opening back up a little bit, you know, a little bit. They're opening back up, you know. 
you listen, I would. A lot of stores went out of business. Now listen, I don't mean a lot, a little bit of stores. I mean a lot of stores went out of business. Man, I ride around. What happened to the store? Gone. The name's still there. Everything in the store, gone. Well, what happened to it? Gone. Sears was always on his last leg. He's gone. They were just barely hanging on. They gone. Went into one. Wait a minute. What's going on here? Now the store, they short staff. And because people ain't coming in and buying, we can't staff the store because people ain't coming in and buying like that. We're trying to do everything we can, but let me tell you where they are buying. The restaurants. Ooh, Lord. Because see, this is how I am. I'll do it if I can get something from it. Because I got to feed him. I'm convinced here that he got to eat good. And I just want to know what it's like to eat like rich people. I'm going to get me caviar. Caviar. Tea and crumpet. What's that other thing that they call um that meat? It's 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 a expensive steak. What is it called? Ra- yeah, ragu. That's what it's called. Filet mignon. Ra- ragu is the is the what? Wagyu. That's expensive. Beef Wellington. We went off the chart with that one. You ain't never heard that? All these expensive stuff to satisfy that. We dress it up. We make it look good. It still ain't solving the problem. The inward thing. We do everything to make it look good. Please, guys, don't blow your money. Don't blow your money. And this is not the end of what they're going to give. They still going to, they got to give more. Because you got to get the economy going again. And there's no need to give the money to the bank because the bank ain't going to lend it. We already figured that out. They ain't going to lend the money. There's no need to give it to those institutes because they are not going to lend the money. So what are we going to do? We got to find a way or a place to put this money so that we can, listen, the president made a statement and said, we'll get it back. From who? If I say I will get it back, I already know how you programmed to think. You are programmed to think. Because listen, the advertisement goes up. Life is one big advertisement. It goes up. You see more commercials on TV now. Because I got to get this money back. And I got to do something called, listen, something, everything that is created on the face of this earth by man, that man put together, God created everything for, to last forever. Man stepped in and figured out this is the way to make money. I got to create a way to broke. And you know when something plastic broke, you might as well replace it. My wife, she broke. I might as well go ahead and replace them. Can't fix them. My husband broke. Might as well go ahead and replace him. Can't fix him. 
That's how we think. That's how we think. A, a little girl, you know, she came to me one day and she said, could you fix this? She knew I could fix a little thing. She said, could you fix this? I said, baby, it's plastic. Ain't nothing I can do with that. You might as well go and get another. Where you got this one from? And she said, then she told her friends, he can fix almost anything. He can't fix this. Though. It's plastic. <laughs> can't fix that thing. Put glue on it. <laughs> you patch it up, but that ain't fixing it. That's the way things are made. That's the way things are here. Come up here. That's the way things are made. Listen, be blessed, be encouraged. At the same time, encourage someone else. That's for those people who watch.